0: so, والسلام is the one whos 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 the ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن هدي, هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر أمور محدثتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Alhamdulillah, لله على Islami, Wa Sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Insha'Allah, Ta'ala, we would like to continue. Where we left off in our last session yesterday And we had stopped At the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala راشة, The one who has made the earth for you like a bed or spread out Who has made the earth spread out a place of rest for you. Just to go back so that the previous ayah is fresh inside of our minds and that is the ayah that can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah That is the ayah that can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah. And it's verse number 21. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says, Ya ayyuha nasu arbudu rabbakum ullavi kholakakum ullaveena min publikum la'allakum tattakun. O mankind, worship your Lord who created you and who created those who came before you in order for you to have piety, to have taqwa. After this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on to say, الَّذِي جِعْلَ لَكُمُ The one... He who has made the earth as a place of rest for you and the sky as a canopy. And the sky as a canopy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, here in this ayah, He enumerates a number of blessings in which He has bestowed upon mankind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enumerates in this ayah, in ayah number 22 from Surah Al-Baqarah, a number of blessings on which he has bestowed upon mankind. These blessings which point to the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They point to the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is our Lord and He is alone. And the fact that He is the Creator and the Sustainer and the Arranger of the affairs, so on and so forth, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala utilizes this fact, utilizes the Tawheed rububiyyah as a proof and evidence for the establishment of the Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. So Allah Taala here in Ayah number. 22 from Surah Al-Baqarah And for those who have with them a Mus'haf Then we encourage them to open the Mus'haf and to look so they may read along And those who have the uh, Of the Mus'haf upon their phones or they have the app The Mus'haf app, the Qur'an app on their phones then to open the app upon the phone with Taala, so that you may likewise read along. Allah Azza wa Jalla He says, "Al Ladi Jaalanakum Al The one who has made the earth as a resting place for you, who has made the earth as a resting place for you. Jaalal wa Taala Al Arba Fi Allah Ta'ala, He has made for us the earth a place of rest, a place of rest for us, in order for us so that the human being يستقرر الإنسان عليها, so that the human being may live upon the earth استقراراً Kamilan, so that he may live upon the earth with a complete yani living he can remain upon the earth in a complete manner in a complete fashion and in this there is a tremendous benefit that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the earth spread out for us like a bed so that we may benefit and live inside of the land allahu ta'ala he has made the land as such that we are able to manipulate the land Yani dig a trench, uh, excavate, so on and so forth. And this is a nirma upon us because by way of this, then this ensures that human beings will be able to live uh, upon this earth and thrive upon this earth. And this is a blessing. So Allah Jalla wa'ala, He reminds us of this blessing. And Allah Jalla wa'ala he reminds us of the blessing that He has made بناأ, that He has made the sky for us like a canopy. Allah Azza wa Jal, He has made the sky for us like a canopy. And this is a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are many fawa'id that come inside of this ayah. But bi'idnillahi ta'ala, at the end, we will go over some of the fawa'id some of the benefits and points and benefits that are derived from this verse. But for now, it is enough for us to reflect upon the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has made the sky for us like a canopy. وَلِلَّهِ alhamd So Allah Ta'ala here, He has described the sky, that it is a canopy. In other places of the Qur'an, Allah He has described the sky with various descriptions. All of these descriptions are applicable to the sky so that we may further understand the blessing in which Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala He has bestowed upon us. Allah جل, He says, in Surah Al-Anbiya, ال-anbi- in verse number 32, Allah جل, He says, and we had made the sky as a safe and well-guarded roof. He has made the sky as a safe and well-guarded roof. For what? For the earth. Ma'am? For the earth. And <coughs> in that there is tremendous benefit. Allah Azza Azzawajal, as we know... The sky or the heavens—they are seven. Allah Azza wa says elsewhere in the Quran: "Wa And that we had built over you, constructed over you, seven strong, seven strong heavens. And from the description of the heavens is that they are adorned with masabiha. They are adorned with lanterns. As Allah Ta'ala, He says elsewhere in the Qur'an, وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحٍ And that we have adorned, indeed we have adorned the heavens, or the nearest heaven, the nearest heaven with lamps, with lamps, مصابِيح. Rujuman لِلْشَيَاطِينَ And we had made these lamps to be missiles to drive away the devils. We had made these these lamps, these lanterns as missiles to drive away the devils. When we reflect over the likes of these ayats that give us some description of the sky and of the heavens, we see Tremendous lessons that we may gain benefit from. Allah Azza wa He also tells us about the heavens that He is the one who built them and who spread them out. Allah Azza wa And the aforementioned ayah. Before we go on to that, wa laqad and that we have beautified the uh, the sky to the end of the ayah that can be found in Surah Al-Mulk verse number 5 wa qala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allah ta'ala he says in surah al dhariyat verse 47 allah ta'ala he says was-samaa' banaaynaahaa bi-aydin In the heavens we had made it bi-aydin bi-aydin wa inna and verily we are have spread it out. Now, the meaning of bi-aydin, qala ibn Abbas, qala ibn Abbas, qala ibn Abbas, wa mujahid, wa qatada, that the meaning of it is a bi that we had built the heavens with strength. wa inna lamusi'oon, and that verily we are muusi'oon, for the sky. وَقَالَ حَسَنٌ حَسَنٌ he mentioned لَمُوْسِرُونَ What is meant by this a رِسْبٌ That this means the provision of rain, the provision of rain. So what is meant by uh, and spreading it out, meaning rain. And also قَالَ إِبْنُ زَيْد that that which has been spread are the heavens themselves. They have been spread out, the heavens themselves. Now, so this is some benefit that we get from these ayat talking about the creation of the skies and the heavens and some of the things that are contained therein and some aspects which points us to the nature of the heavens. When one reflects upon this, you will realize, he or she, that there was great care and attention put inside of the creation of the sky. There are many lessons for us inside of the creation of the sky. And with that, it is a reminder to us that all of this magnificent things have been done in order for us to establish a Tawheed, in order for us to establish a Tawheed. Paul and Sheikh, Khalid, Abdurrahman and Mosley, have a law to Allah and Hashid, and the law to the Wala, Men of Alihi, and the Wuta Farash al Allah, Farsh So thus. We see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from His actions is that He, Tabarak wa ta'ala, has spread out for us the earth. He has spread out for us the earth and made the earth for us a place of rest. Soft place of rest. A place that we can rest therein. Allah ta'ala, He says inside of another ayah, Fi ayah Ukhra وَالْأَرْضَ فَرَشْنَاهَا فَنِعْمَ الْمَاهِدُونَ And the earth, we have spread it out. We have spread out the earth. نعم. And how excellent of a spreader thereof are we. We have spread out the earth, and how excellent of a spreader thereof are we. نعم. And this is again in Surah al dhariyat or this is in Surah al dhariyat and it's verse forty-eight. وكل هذه الأفعال, الرب جل وعلا, and all of these actions from the Lord, from our Lord, Allah Azza wa Jal, من فرش الأرض ومن بناء السماء وإنزاع الماء من السماء, and all of these actions of our Lord. Jalla wa'ala, from the spreading out of the earth and the making the sky of a as a canopy and as it comes next inside of the ayah and sending down water from the heavens and sending down water from the heavens for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala goes ta'ala on to say in the ayah wa Anzala and we have sent down from the heavens water. We have sent down from the heavens water. And the meaning of water here, that we have sent down from the heavens water, it means, it means what? Now, Matar. Ah, mahsant. It means rain. That we have sent down, the, the rain from the heavens. Naam. In Arabic, in the Arabic language, you find that the word Sama it has different meanings now what is intended here by Samaa here what is intended by it it means al- al-uloo. Al-uloo. Na'am. so as Sama here it means something that is high something that is high now because we understand that the water that comes down from the sky it comes from where? Where does it come from? The rain comes down from where? Nah, from the sky, but from what inside the sky? From clouds. From the clouds, now nah. So what is intended here by sky meaning that which is high, that which is above. That which is high. Nah. So it means here what? The sky meaning the, the Sahab, the clouds. Allah Ta'ala, he, 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 he makes this clear elsewhere in the Qur'an that what is intended is the clouds. Because the clouds as we know, they are بين السماء والأرض. The clouds, they are between the sky and the ground. Right? Right or wrong? The clouds are between the sky and the ground. Right. Yeah. (laughs) This is from the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the actions of our Lord, that He has made the earth as a bed, the sky as a canopy, and has sent down rain from the sky. These are from the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the things that we take away from this ayah is the fact that the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إلى قسمين That they will break down into two categories. نعم? They will break down into two categories. When we reflect... When we reflect over this ayah, we see that the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they break down into two categories. And I want you to reflect upon this because this is just an example, a side point, but I want you to reflect and, and, and to acknowledge the fact that the ulama, the ulama, when they look upon things, they see what we don't see. Even though we may be looking at the same thing, Now. They, because of their ilm, because of their knowledge, because of that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with, they are able to see and get benefit from it that we didn't see, and benefit that maybe we we didn't pick up on and won't pick up on. Na'am. This shows you the importance of sticking to the ulama. The importance of sticking to the ulama. Na'am. And benefiting from them. And learning from them. So on and so forth. When we look at this, and it will become clear, b'ithnillahi ta'ala, the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they break down into two types. Two types. You have the sifat, lahu kastiwa. You have the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like al-istiwa, that Allah ta'ala, He is the most high. That Allah ta'ala, He is the most high. Na'am. Wa ridahu and that Allah Ta'ala, He is ple- or becomes pleased, Yani. He's pleased with certain things. Naam. Wa muhabbati. And that Allah Ta'ala, He loves. Wa And that Allah Ta'ala, He hates. Naam. So that Allah Ta'ala, He loves. Allah Ta'ala, He hates. Allah Ta'ala, He's pleased with certain things. Allah Ta'ala, He's the Most High. When you examine these. Characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you realize that these are af'al qa'ima bidatil rabb. That these are af'al, these are actions that are established, these are actions that are established in the essence of Allah ta'ala, for lack of a better translation. Naam, these are actions that are established. In the essence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the essence of our Lord, jalla wa'ala. Bithni Lahi ta'ala, it may become more clear when we look at the second category so that we understand the difference in that which is intended by this phrase and this articulation. So these actions... Of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the first category which we mentioned, and all of the all of the attributes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, all of the attributes, now these attributes, and all of the attributes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, is that Allah Taala mutasyifun bima biha ala That Allah Ta'ala, He is uh, described with these characteristics from a standpoint in which is befitting unto Him, from a standpoint which is befitting unto Him. And the principle as relates to the names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala laysa shay. That there is nothing that is similar unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing that is like, we should say, a better translation. There is nothing that is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Na'am? And then Allah Taala He says, "Well, who was Samir basir And He is the All-Hearer, the All-Seer. He is the All-Hearer, the All-Seer. And this is why it is better to translate this that there is nothing that is like Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because when one looks at this ayah, Allah Taala He mentions, "Well, who Samir?" And He is the All-Hearing, and He is al and he is the all-seeing. Now, when one looks at these the characteristic of hearing and the characteristic of seeing, are there other beings that hear and see? Huh? They are. We hear, we see. Correct? As Shaykh Saleh, Abdul aziz al-Sheikh, he mentions, he says, in fact, the category, or in fact, these qualities of hearing and seeing are qualities that are shared by most of created things. Meaning, most of beings, animals, most animals hear and see. Right? Most human beings hear and see. You have your exceptions. You have those who are blind, you have those who uh, are deaf, and so on and so forth. Like, you have those animals who are blind and those animals who can't hear, and, and to the end of it. But for the vast majority, for the most part, most animals hear, most animals see. Most human beings hear, most human beings see. But when we examine sight and hearing as relates amongst the animals and the human beings, we find that they are not the same. So for example, the hearing of a human being is not like the hearing of a bat. Correct? Who hears better? The bad, bad. correct? So, although we both hear and see, it's not the same. And for Allah, is the greater example. The seeing between the human being and between the eagle, we both see, right? Who sees better? The eagle. The eagle, right? So we both share the quality of hearing and seeing But they're not the same So this is why It is better To phrase and articulate That there is nothing that is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Na'am And not what I first said similar No, there's nothing like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because no one hears Like Allah hears Allah hears everything Allah hears everything. There is nothing that is like Allah Ta'ala in hearing. There is nothing that is like Allah Ta'ala in seeing. Allah Ta'ala sees everything. Naam? What is muhim is what? There is nothing that is like Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this is the principle of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. That we have to know and to understand because this will save us from the pitfalls that the people of innovation have fallen into. Because the people of innovation in their attempt to negate for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there is anything that is like him, or that they're any yani they what they do, they get rid of the or they disbelieve in the attributes and the uh, uh, characteristics of Allah ta'ala that are affirmed inside of the book in the Sunnah. Because what they're trying to do is what they're trying to say, or they're trying to establish the fact that there is nothing like Allah ta'ala, but them in their ignorance, because they said oh this and that, they say okay, well then no. We're going to say we don't going believe in this particular in this particular uh, uh, attribute. Because in their minds, if we if we affirm this attribute, then we are making Allah similar to human beings, or we that or we are saying that the human being is like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But this is not correct, as as we saw, as we see from this ayah. Allah Taala gives us an example. Allah Taala who is semia, He is the, the He is the, uh, the, the the one who hears everything. He is the All Hearer. So now are we going to negate the the characteristic of hearing from Allah Taala because we say, oh, but humans hear. Huh? No. Why? Because There is nothing that is like him. There's nothing that is what? That is like him. Right? That makes sense? Okay. So, going back, the issue of Allah Ta'ala being above his throne, Allah Ta'ala loving, hating, so on and so forth. These are attributes that are established within Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. And then you have other attributes or other actions of Allah ta'ala, بِأَثَرِهَا إِلَى الْمَخْلُوقُ فَيُرَى مَفْعُولُ اللَّهِ نَاتِجُ عَنْ فِعْلٍ. You have other actions that they are actions in which the traces of these actions are extended to the human beings and the result and the result of that which Allah Ta'ala has done can be seen. These are actions that extend to the creation and the result of that which Allah Ta'ala has done can be seen. You see the difference now? Huh? Are you starting to be able to see the difference? And what is an example of the likes of this? The examples of the likes of this, A, as Like Allah Ta'ala, when He created the heavens, Allah Ta'ala created the heavens. The This is an action that Allah Ta'ala has done that extends to the creation. We can see that the heavens are created in the most perfect manner. Naam? وَبَسْطْهِ الْأَرْضَ and that Allah Taala He has spread out the earth. وَرَفِعْهِ السَّمَاءَ and that Allah Taala He has made the the sky high. وَخَلْقْهِ الْأَدمَنَ and that Allah Taala created Adam, عليه salam. Allah Taala created Adam. This is something that can be seen. By each and every one of us, and the fact that what? That we are the children of Adam. Right? We are the children of Adam. طيب? That make sense? Is it clear the difference? So you have those, 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 those actions, those characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that are established within Himself. And then you have those that extend to the creation as such, that the results of what Allah Ta'ala has done can be seen. Can be seen. التوعيد, that the names of Allah and His attributes and His actions, all of that with Ahl Sunnity and Jama'ah is upon the principle. Almanna, Subha- Allah subhanahu wa taala, to that Allah taala has taught us is what: ليس كمثله شيء وهو السميع Basir That there is nothing that is like Allah subhanahu wa taala, and He is the All-Hearer, the All-Seer. This is, and this, this ayah can be found in Surah Ash-Shura, verse number eleven. Lam, verse number eleven. This is your weapon. This is your weapon right now. When the people of innovation, the people of Tawteel, of, of, uh, and so on and so forth When these people come And they try to pervert The meanings of the names And the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Or they try to come and they try to negate The uh, names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Or they try to liken them To the human beings Or they try to give to them a description And so on and so forth How we are able to defuse that situation And to refute these individuals Is with what is with this ayah there is nothing that is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but a was al-Basir, and he is the all-hearer, the all-seer. Naam. Ful Asma Allah. So the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taliqu بِهِ wa الرَّبْ rabb بِهِ bihi wa fa'aal rabb taliqu bihi. So the names of Allah, they are they are befitting unto him. His attributes are befitting unto him. And the his actions are befitting unto him. The names of Allah are befitting unto him. The attributes of our Lord are befitting unto Him, and the and the actions of our Lord are befitting unto Him. The attributes of our Lord are befitting unto Him, and the actions of our Lord are befitting unto Him. There is nothing that is like Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Not in his names, not in his attributes, not in his actions, and not in his essence, not in himself. There is nothing that is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we believe in it, وجل, and we believe in that which Allah Ta'ala has informed us as relates to his names and his attributes. Likewise we believe in that which the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam he has informed us as relates to his names and his attributes. Upon the principle Upon the principle of what? What's the principle? As relates to Allah's names and attributes. Namons. Laysa So what's the principle now, brothers Huh? principle. Laysa Sisters, see yourselves, what's the principle? Inshallah the answer. We can't hear the answers. Insha'Allah, ليس شيء. There is nothing like Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. In any event, this is a benefit that we gain from this ayah. When reflecting and pondering over this ayah, this is a benefit that we get from it. That I wanted to point it out because perhaps, Yani, we would never have seen the likes of this on our own. On our own, maybe we never seen the likes of this. Nam. Allah, Allah he goes on to say, And he sent down from the, the heavens. He sent down from the heavens, water. The heavens means what? It means what? No. Huh? High. <laughs> it means العلوب. <laughs> so here, it, the, the, the sky, it means high. From a high place, from a high place, because it comes down upon us. And inshallah, we be going to look at the benefit of that. There's a tremendous benefit in that. But in any event, before yeah, for now, it comes down from a high place. And where it comes down from? What's the high place? And which it comes down from is where? Nah, Yeah, answer two i I'm time. it me. <laughs> nah, the 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 clouds, meaning the clouds, But like, there's a benefit here that we want to remind the people of, and this is a one of the forgotten sunnahs. Now, this is one of the forgotten sunnahs. So, we want to remind the people with this, bidnillahi ta'ala, it's, another, it's a point of benefit that Shaykh Ali mentions, so that we may revive, bidnillahi ta'ala, this sunnah. We may practice it ourselves. We may practice it ourselves. Now, I don't know about you know, the rainfall here in Southern California, but... It got to rain sometime. When it rains, shallah taala, practice the sunnah. Bidnilahe taala. طيب. وَقَدْ ثَبِّتَ فِي صَحِيحٍ مُسْلِمٍ مِنْ حَدِيدِ أَنَسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُ. It has been confirmed inside of sahih Muslim from the hadith of Anas, رضي Ta'ala Anhu. عنه. قال he said. كُنَّا مَعَ النبي صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي سَفْرٍ, في سفر. He said, we was with the Prophet ﷺ inside of a journey. فِي سَفْرٍ Inside of a journey. فَأَمْطَرَتْ السَّمَاءِ So then the sky rained. It meaning it rained. now He was with the Prophet upon a journey. And then what? It be, it began to rain. نعم. فَحَسْرَ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فَوْدُ حَتَّى أَصَابَهُ شَيْءٌ مِنَ الْمَطَرُ So the Prophet ﷺ, he pulled back or he exposed, يعني his thaw, so that something from the rain can touch him. So that something from the rain can touch him. So he so he pulled back the thob is what is meant here by hasra. Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, A wasallam that he pulled back his thob and he exposed some por- some portions of his body so that the rain could touch him. The rain could hit him. Ah? Huh? so it was said Ya Rasulullah لما صنعت ذلك he said oh messenger of Allah why, why did you do that now? Nah. فقال so the prophet sallallahu sallam, he said إِنَّهُ حَدِيثُ عَهْدٍ بِالْرَبِّ That verily, this has just come from His Lord. That this has just come from His Lord. And we're going to come, yani, real shortly to what is meant by and verily, this has just come from His Lord. The shaykh goes on, he mentions, he says, وَهَذِهِ سُنَّةً غَبَتْ عَنْ كَثِيرٍ مِنَ And this is a sunnah, that many of the people, they are unaware of it. Many of the people are unaware of this sunnah. Na'am? Basically that what? that is from the sunnah, that when it rains, to get a little wet. It's fine. It's no problem. Why? Because this is something that just come from His Lord. The rain, it just come from His Lord. And again, we're going to talk about what that means with Ta'ala shortly. As the Shaykh he mentions. أنه عند نزول المطر تجد أن الناس he said that you find the people, when the rain starts to come down, they start to seek shelter. They start to seek shelter from the rain. بجدر حتى لا يصيبهم شيء من المطر They run to the walls, to the, to the, to the, any, any type of thing to go over them, whatever the case is, to get out the rain. So, so they, they don't get wet. So they don't get wet. The Shaykh mentions, وَهَذَا لَا bihi. And in reality, there's, there's no problem, yani, with the, in this, if they were to, you know, run for shelter, run so that they don't, they don't get wet or whatever the case is. There's no problem with this per se, right? ولكن, however, however, they should only do this, بعد أن تقيم sunnah. They should only do this after they have established the sunnah. Naam. They so only seek shelter from the rain after they have established the sunnah. Takshif. Huh? shayin min lil is to expose something from your body so that the rain can touch it. Even if it's just a little bit. Even if it's just a little bit, rain touch, the hand, whatever. Just get, get a little wet, it's fine. And then, go seek shelter, put your umbrella up, put your poncho on, whatever, whatever, I mean, you do, to get out the rain, it's fine. Run in your car, whatever, it's fine. But get a little wet first, inshallah ta'ala. Revive this sunnah. Revive this sunnah. Because if you do this, biblahi ta'ala, you'll be rewarded, inshallah ta'ala, for your intentions of imitating the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And is this not an easy way to get reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? by imitating the Prophet by just getting a little bit wet when, it, when the rain comes down. Alhamdulillah, it's a good thing, right? Every good deed, we're going to need a yawm al-qiyamah, correct? So this is a way, ta'ala, to gain good deeds, inshallah, ta'ala. But get a little wet, it's fine. And then seek the shelter يعني, uh, and the like. The shaykh goes on, he mentions, and he says, uh, and he said, why? Why, 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 why you want to get a little bit wet when it rains? The shaykh, he says, lima uh, Because when it was asked, why did the Prophet wasallam he did that? Yani, why did the Prophet wasallam he did that? The Prophet he said, hadithu ahdin bi That this is just coming from his Lord. أَنَّ Allāh wa'ala ma. Bi an that Allah Taala meaning it just comes from His Lord. This is something that has just recently come from His Lord, meaning that Allah Taala He has commanded that this water come down. So this is what this is a new command. Allah Taala commanded the sky to rain it rain. Naam. So being that this is a new command, that is coming from Allah Taala. نعم وان يُخْلَقَ and, and uh, وان يخلاق, and that uh, that this water was created in and, they, and that it was yani, brought into existence yani, recently just recently fahuwa hadithu so therefore this is something that is new it is a new command from allah azza amarahu Allah azza that allah ta'ala he has commanded the water come down now because as we know the rain it comes down from what from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah sama'i ma'a he is the one who sent down from the heavens the what the water if allah ta'ala does not decree for it to rain it don't rain period if Allah ta'ala decrees for a terrain, can't no one stop the rain. So the rain, it comes down by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Na'am? Sunnah لها, that this sunnah, it is a must that we could... Yani that we have to Yani take pay attention unto it ta'ala so that we can revive bithilahi Ta'ala the Sunnah of getting a little bit wet, letting the, the the rain touch something from our bodies when it comes down. The Shaykh says, and then after that, if a person wants to in if you wish, if you want to, and Then after that point, if you want to hide from the rain, then hide from it, it's fine. At that point, you want to put your umbrella. You know, like we mentioned before, then this is fine for uh yale, to do. So Allah Taala He says, مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ." Allah Taala He says that we sent down from the sky. We sent down from the sky water, and we brought forth by way of it. Now we brought forth by way of it. What is, what, from what we benefit from this, and I want you to write this down, we're gonna come back to it, bidnillahi but because I'm gonna test you on it, inshallah ta'ala. ta'ala, if I don't forget, I'm gonna test you on it, okay? Is that, what we benefit from this portion of the ayah, is that, uh, and this is from Allah ta'ala's statement, and we bring forth by way of it, is what cause and effect. Cause and effect That there is a sebab There is a, a cause A reason for something And as a result the, the cause it comes And we benefit from that From this particular portion of the ayy That the water it comes down And then فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ رزق لَكُمْ And we produce by way of it By way of the water Fruits That are provisions for you Fruits that are provisions for you So the rain comes down and then that, yale, as, as as a result of the rain coming down, then what the vegetation it grows. So we learn and we benefit from this cause and effect, cause and effect. Man, but hold on to that because like like we mentioned, inshallah Taala, I'ma ask you about it. I'ma ask you about it inshallah Taala. Right? Allah Jalla Wa He mentions. فأخرج به، إيه، eh? بسبب so we bring forth ب yani with it meaning due to it due to it that it is the cause this yani this is the cause of it من الثمارات، from ثمارات نعم والثمارات جمع ثمر نعم الثمارات is the plural is the plural why is the plural mentioned here fruits why is it not said fruit? Anyone ponder? Nah. Huh? Because many The young man beat all the hour, man. He beat you. Ahsend. He said because it's many fruits. Many fruits. Many different fruits. Many different types, varieties. Uh, different types, species of fruits and so on and so forth are brought forth by way of it. So Allah Ta'ala says, من الثمرات. من الثمرات. Contemplate on that. Now, whatever it is your favorite fruit think about it think about that think about the blessings all the blessings that Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon us the mangoes how many people like mangoes right pineapples right yeah, need, uh, uh, huh? watermelon, watermelon. Now, pomegranates fish, what else what else fish, fish. Uh? Fish, fish. <laughs> Apricot, 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 whatever All the fruits, subhanAllah Plums, pears, kiwi, strawberries On and on and on All these delicious fruits Allahu Akbar Allahu Ta'ala produces these fruits Rizqan lakum As provisions for you Allahu Ta'ala produces and brings forth all of this beautiful vegetation, what for you? Even those things maybe not your favorite. Brussels sprouts, huh? huh? Cauliflower. Huh? Whatever. Even it's not your favorite, but it's good for you, so you should eat it. It's good for you, eat it. Now all of these things that are rich Good for your body Bring forth and produce yani Very good things for your body and, and health wise And so on and so forth Allah Ta'ala Has, has brought these things forward رِزْقٌ لَكُمْ For you For you a, As a You want to say a gift for you it, this, this is something That has been given For you Na'am? So now let us go back And let us reflect Allah wa Wa'ala, He has. Let's go back to the, the previous ayah before we come to this one. Allah Ta'ala, He has created us. Naam. What category of this falls into? Rububi. <inaudible> Wait. How many categories of Tawheed are there? Huh? Three. How many categories of Tawheed are there? Three. Are there four? Are there four? Huh? Wait, are there four? Yes or no? No. I want you to say that emphatically. No, ain't no four. It's three. Three. Just three. Okay? Just three. You hear anybody say four? They know he's an hizbi takfiri. Okay? Anyone come say, no, it's four, brother. Tawheed al hakameen. The Tawheed al that all the rulers for Allah, the legislation for Allah Ta'ala know, he's takfiri, khariji, hezbi, to the end, run away from him, he's bid'i, get away, run. There's nothing like safety, save your skin. So what's the truth of that in three? What are the three? The first one you mentioned, the Tawheed of This is the Tawheed of what? The Lordship. What's the, what's another, the other category? Another category? Huh? Uh, uh, huh? Man, i say saying like three different things at one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Malik. <laughs> Malik. the tawhid of the, what does that mean? He said in Arabic, someone tell me in English, what does that mean? The tawhid of what? Names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wait. what's the principle as relates to that? What is it? Say it again. Say it again. Nah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with repeating stuff. So sure, they mean, he says, and with repeating it, it becomes strong. That's how you remember. Naam? But. Laysa kemiklihi What does that mean? Naam, there's nothing like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does it mean? There's nothing like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Period. Nah. What is, what is the last category? <todic> al Uluhi. Tawhid and Uruhiyyah. Wait. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us, that's from what? Rububiyyah. The fact that Allah Ta'ala created those who came before us is from what? Uluh. Uluhi. Uh, what? Uluhiyah? <todic> Uluhiyya? Rub-biyya. Which one? Rububiyyah. You sure? Huh? You sure? Unwavering? Right, it's aim, right? Is it? Okay. The fact that Allah Taala He has spread out the earth, made it for us like a bed, place of rest. That's from which, which type of tawheed? Rububi. Right. Allah Taala made the skies a canopy. What type of, what type of tawheed that falls under? Robubiya. Allah Taala He sends down the rain. Allah Ta'ala, He produces by way of the rain, the fruits. Rububiyya. And remember we mentioned that a tawheed al-Rububiyya is used as a what? Hmm? Okay, I'll give you this first blank. Used as a proof and an evidence for what? For Uluhiyyah is used as a proof and an evidence for aluhiyya. Naam. dalil What's the proof and the evidence? This verse. This verse. And the one that came before it. Why? Because up until this point, up until this point, there have been things that have been mentioned up at Tawheed. Correct? Now, But if you go back to the verse prior to this, you also have in it at Tawheed. What? Aluhiyya. Bonus question, where? Where in the verse, prior to this one, do we see a tawheed and Uluhiya? Where in the verse? O mankind? Worship your Lord. Now nah, that is what? That's Tawheed, what kind Tawheed? Worship your Lord. That's Tawheed what? Uluhiya. Nah, so in that verse, you see that Allah Taala He used at-tahhid al-rububiyyah as a proof for at-tahhid al-uluhi because worship your Lord, Rububiyyah, who created you to the end of it. Right. But now from that point, created you, those who came before you. All this is what Rububiyyah, 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 Rububiyyah. And then Allah Taala He goes on and He says, "فَلا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادا وَأَنتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ" and do not set up rivals with Allah in worship, and you know. Do not set up rivals with the law of worship, and you, no. What kind of tawheed is that, huh? As asma wa sifat. What kind is it? Rububiya. What is it? Uluhiya. You sure? Nah. You sure? You sure? Nah. Positive. Excellent. That's what? At-Tawheed, al-Uluhiyya. So all of this shows us that what? That at-Tawheed, al was used as a proof and evidence for the establishment of at-Tawheed. Uluhiyya. Now. This is very important that we know we understand this. Because when you go through the Qur'an and you examine and you look, this is how you see a tawheed al coming inside the Qur'an. So as to establish the fact of the... Yani so as to, to establish the hujjah, bring forth the proof and the evidence for the establishment of tawheed al It's very important we understand this, um, this, this point. Bithni Lahi Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala... He goes on and he says, فَلَا So do not make for Allah andada. Eh? أي Do not make for Allah what? Those who, yani uh, rivals. Do not set up rivals for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not setting up rivals for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the greatest thing. Not setting up rivals for Allah is the greatest thing for us to establish. Hey, establish a taw'id. Because setting up rivals for Allah is the greatest what? Huh? It's the greatest sin. Naam. Setting up rivals for Allah is the greatest sin. met What's the proof? Ah, <laughs> what's the proof? There are many proofs. Give me one. Huh? Allah, <laughs> Allah does not forgive that partners <laughs> are associated with him, but he forgives other than that to whom he pleases. Now, for Hadith, there comes a Hadith, sarih. There comes a Hadith, sarih. And in this, we're going to see a concept that we just was mentioning. We're going to see a concept that we just were mentioning. But I, I'm going to tell you the hadith, and then I want you to tell me what is the concept. Because see, this is how you have to benefit. Not that, I don't want, I want you to get into the habit. Naam. That when you come to classes and you come to to uh, to lectures and you listen or you may listen online or, or the like, that when the proofs and the evidences are mentioned, you try, you try, right? You try. You make it a point. You make it an exercise that you try to see the point of reference inside the proof that was mentioned. You try to see what is the point of reference. What is the shahid inside of this proof that was mentioned? Okay, so we are saying now that the, uh, uh, the that that setting up rivals with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, meaning making shirk with Allah Taala, is the greatest sin. Is the greatest sin. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was asked, "Aulamun what sin is the greatest? What sin is the greatest?" Now, for Paul and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi and uh, to, to set up a rival for Allah To set up a rival with Allah And Allah is the one who created you You with me? To set up a rival with Allah And Allah is the one who created you What's the concept we see from this hadith? Hmm Huh? Nah, Now my son, is that what? Because Allah created us, then he is the only one that deserves to be worshiped. Because Allah Ta'ala created us, He's the only one that deserves to be worshiped. So this is another example of using what for what for? It brings us a proof and evidence so that we establish uluhiyyah or in this case so that we do not infringe upon its uluhiyyah because Allah Ta'ala he's the one who created us so what kind of audacity would an individual have to worship other than Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala he says uh, that the masajid illa and the masajid illa fala taj'alu ma'a Allah ahada na'am okay n'am that verily the masajid belong unto Allah. The masajid. the Tefsir they explained that what's meant by masajid means the masajid, general masjid. It means the, يعني, the the plural of masjid, the place that we worship. Right, many meanings, but we want gonna mention two from the meanings. And also what is meant by the masajid are the limbs by way in which a person makes sujood. The limbs by way in which a person makes sujood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's go to the masjid first. What is the masjid made from? It's made from materials. Whether that materials be plywood, whether it be brick, mortar, whether it be yani, whatever. right? It's made from materials. These materials, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created these materials. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created these materials. So what kind of audacity would an individual have to take that and which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created and then to utilize it to worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the epitome of being ungrateful. This is the worst thing, the worst crime. The masajid belong to Allah, don't call upon anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, also, the, the other meaning of which was mentioned is that the masajid are all the limbs by way which he makes sujood with these limbs, these body parts, by way which he makes sujood, where we get this body from. Allah Ta'ala gave us the body, Allah Ta'ala created us. But how can an individual use his limbs? And then whatever goes inside the body, the intellect, the so on and so forth, the person, yeah, huh? How are you going to use all of that in which Allah wa ta'ala has given you? To pray to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To invoke other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To slaughter to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To make that to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How? Is this not yani, the, the epitome of being ungrateful, the audacity of an individual that had to do such a thing? So this is why this is the greatest crime. This is the greatest crime. Because this is a crime that... Yani, it infringes upon the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person is not establishing the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about other crimes that are great. Think about other major sins. From them is what? Stealing. Right? When you steal something, you infringe upon the right of who? Another person. Correct? Okay. Disrespecting your parents. When you disrespect your parents, you infringe upon the right of who? A person? Murder. When you murder someone, you infringe upon the rights of who? A per- people. We're gonna say. Now, nah, the person you killed and you infringe upon the rights of his family. You might have killed the father, who was the caregiver for the family. You might have killed the mother. Who was the matriarch of the family or the caregiver of the family, so on and so forth. You you have yeah, you have infringed upon the rights of that family, you have harmed that family. But in any event, in all of these scenarios, you have infringed upon the rights of human beings. Correct? Wait, like, shirk. What right is not established? The right of who? Allah. So which one is going to be greater now? The infringement upon the right of... Of a human being, or not establishing the right of Allah subhanahu wa taala, which one's going to be greater? Huh? Just saying, right? Not establishing the right of Allah subhanahu wa taala, and this is why shirk is the greatest sin, worse than murder, worse than homosexuality, worse than zina, worse than taking drugs. The worst sin. There's no sin worse than that. Because you're not establishing the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Na'am? So a tawheed of Rububiya, that tawheed that deals with the lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning that Allah ta'ala, He's our creator. Allah ta'ala, He's our sustainer. Allah ta'ala, He's the one who gives life, causes death. Allah ta'ala is the one who is the arranger of the affairs. So on and so forth. This is a tawheed, at suheed al all of the worship belong unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every category of worship, everything that is worship belongs to Allah and to Allah alone. Na'am? <laughs> Ta'ir? Allah ta'ala, He says, فَلَا تَجَعَلُوا So do not set up rivals. Do not, do, so, so do not, you set up and dada, rivals. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَلَا Do not make rivals for Allah wa Wa وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ And you know Do not set up rivals for Allah and you know Ya salam You know what? <laughs> the ulema they mention Do not set up rivals with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And you know You know that it is Allah who created you by himself You know that it is Allah Ta'ala who created those who came before you by Himself. You know that it is Allah Ta'ala who sends down the rain by Himself, who made the earth like a bed, or place of rest by Himself, who produces the fruits and vegetations by way of the rain for you by Himself, who made the sky as a canopy by Himself. Allah Ta'ala has done all of this by Himself. So therefore, do not set up rivals and worship with Him when you know that only the one who has done these things by himself Is the one who deserves to be worshipped And thus he deserves to be worshipped Alone by himself Antum <inaudible> You know, you know you have no other creator Than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You know, there's no other sustainer than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You know, that there's no giver of life, cause of death Other than, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You know these things So do not set up rivals with Allah in worship And you know better And you know there are many fawa'id that we yani, can take inshallah ta'ala We'll try to go through them I don't I don't believe we're going to be able to get to all of them But we're definitely going to get to the one that is a, that is a test question And if we're going to skip, we're going to get to that one Because I promise you we're going to get to it Bihlillahi ta'ala Now, but from the fawa'id of, the, of this ayah Is that, is the bayan, rahmatillah azawajal is the is is showing us the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is showing us the the hikmah of Allah azza wa where do we get that that the mercy and the hikmah from Allah azza a few places in the ayah but in particular here at the beginning and the onset of the ayah that Allah ta'ala has made the earth for us like yani furashan he has made the earth for us Spread out, He has made the earth for us like a, a bed, place of rest. He has made the earth for us, that which we can manipulate, we can move, like we mentioned, you know, dig a ditch, you know, make a, you know, excavate land, so on and so forth. All of these things are very beneficial for us. Because by way of that, then we're able to live here. Now, this shows the hikmah, because the Shaykh mentions, well, جَعْلَهَا خَشُنًا but if, if, but if Allah Ta'ala had made the earth as a place that was that was rigid, a place that we couldn't manipulate the land? You couldn't excavate, you couldn't dig a ditch, you couldn't make a trench, you couldn't do you couldn't do anything. You couldn't dig a well. It, it was so yani hard that you couldn't do nothing with it. Could we live here? Could we survive? Could human beings yani remain upon earth? No, we wouldn't be able to live. It would be unsustainable. It will be unsustainable to stay here. na'am so in that there is a tremendous lesson for us That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Not only has placed us on earth That is the perfect distance from the sun It's not too close And then we you know we burn up We can't live because it's too hot And it's not too far That it's a big, you know, ice, 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 ice uh, planet And we can't live there because it's too, it's too cold Can't grow, can't, you know, can't grow food Can't live, so on and so forth Perfect distance But with that, Allah ta'ala He made the earth for us in such a way That we're able to live here to the Day of Judgment. This is mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maybe mercy we don't think about or reflect on. Also, that Allah ta'ala, He made the sky like a canopy. This shows us the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it shows us, again, the mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for us. That the sky is a canopy, and one of the functionalities of a canopy, as the ulema they mentioned, is as a protection from outside things now, as a particular outside things now we know that the earth is in space and you know whatever the case is uh, whatever you want to call it the terms whatever and we know that they are foreign bodies that are you know flying around space correct? correct? one of the functionalities of, 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 of the sky is that what? is that many of these things that are hurled towards the planet then they burn up inside of the atmosphere they don't hit the ground those those bodies, those celestial bodies that do not have an atmosphere, for example, the moon. How the moon look? Hmm? How does it look? Does it look like it never got into an accident? <laughs> it look like something never hit it? Does it? No, but it has many what? Craters on it, which is an indication that it has been pelted with things. Imagine if it was potent, would we we be able to live on earth if that was the case? No, we will not be able to live here. So this is a benefit, this is a benefit. And it shows the power and the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has made the earth perfect. I mean He he has made, excuse me, the sky perfect. You see there is no rift. You see no no rift inside the sky, you're not going to find none. If you try to find some, you would exhaust yourself, you're never going to find any. Also, what shows the, the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that Allah Jalla He sends down from the heavens the rain. مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءَ And He has sent down from the heavens rain. This shows the power and the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because as aforementioned, if Allah ta'ala has decreed for it to rain, it's going to rain, no one can stop it. And if Allah ta'ala withholds the rain, no one can bring it. And that shows the power and the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there is no power and no might except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if one wants to know and to understand, and it, it's important, listen to what I'm saying, it is important that we know and that we understand that it does not reign except by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Period. 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 Hadith that shows us the reality of this is the hadith when the when when the man came into the masjid and he told the, and he, and, he, and he asked the prophet sallallahu as the prophet he was given the khutbah he asked the prophet sallallahu to beseech Allah subhanahu wa taala to send down the rain. Na'am, to send down the rain. فَدَعُوا اللَّهَ يغيثنا. so ask Allah to send down the rain upon us. فَرَفَعَ يَدَيْهِ so, so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he raised his hands in du'a. Na'am, he raised hands in dua. Because raising of the hands in dua is from the sunnah of dua. Na'am. But at the times that it is applicable to raise the hands in dua. And from the times where it is not from the sunnah to raise your hands in dua is after the prayer. It's very important. After the prayer, it's not from the sunnah to raise your hands in dua at that time. Because, very simply... The Prophet ﷺ, he didn't teach us that. But outside of that time and so on and so forth, then it's permissible to raise your hands and dua and when you're making du'a. So raise your hands when you make dua outside of the time in which is not from the sunnah to raise your hands when you make du'a, inshaAllah. So the Prophet ﷺ, he raised his hands and dua and he said, Allahumma avidna, O Allah, send down the rain upon us. And then at that point, the yani the rain, it came down. Which shows that what that the rain comes down by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Point blank period Okay So whatever the, then you may be taught inside the school In your meteorology class or whatever the case is and it's, You know, earth science or whatever uh, Understand That it rains by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And whatever from, you know The seeding of clouds and this and that And the process or whatever is from the asbab Sit. it's from the asbab. But as we know A person can take the means And if Allah does not give you tawfiq It's not going to happen Let me give you an example If you have a headache You have a headache, right? From the asbab of dealing and treating The a headache is by what? It's by taking some kind of aspirin or whatever, right? This is from, take medicine, right? Take medicine This is from the means of dealing and treating a headache Correct? Right? Huh? Okay, person taking that medicine, we know we understand that what? Only Allah Ta'ala heals us. If Allah Ta'ala has not allowed that medicine to work upon us, that's it. And what is the proof that you can take the esbab and sometimes what you're looking for don't come to fruition, sometimes you you, you may take the medicine, Allah Ta'ala decrees it works and it works and then what? The headache goes away, correct? Has anyone ever taken uh, some medicine for a headache and then the headache was still there? Huh? Anyone that happened to them? <laughs> I think everyone it happened to everybody get a headache, right? Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't work. Why? Because it's a reminder that what? That the cure is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It ain't from that little hubub, ain't from that, that yeah, what do you call that thing? It ain't, from, it ain't from the, the pill or yeah, the, the, the tablet. I don't know, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah, whatever, whatever. It's not from that. That you know, the thing you take. It's not from the. Ah, the word is mis- The pill. It's not from the pill. The the the, the um the, the 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 healing is from Allah subhanahu wa taala. So this is this is you know, to show that what sometimes if Allah taala does not decree for the yani you know, the means to be to, to reach fruition, then it's not going to reach fruition. So we need to understand this with the with the complete understanding. Also, and this is a very important point in which we alluded to earlier, from the benefits that we see here in this ayah, is that the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sense that he has sent the rain down from above. This is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the, that, that, that the rain comes down from a high place and then it comes down to those places that are lower. As opposed to as opposed to if the water came to us from beneath us. If the water, if the subterranean water came up and that's how we was able to get water, that would be problematic. Correct? That would be very problematic. From one standpoint, it would be problematic that the high places, like the mountains and the mountain peaks and you know, so on and so forth... They'll never get rain. They'll never get rain. It's be impossible. Because in order for the mountain peak, you know, the Andes to get rain and, and the top get wet, <laughs> and we all gonna drown. Correct? So it will be very difficult, be very problematic for human beings if the rain came from beneath. So it's a mercy upon us that the rain comes <clears throat> down. That the rain it comes down. That is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. Na'am. Also, and here's the test, Allah ta'ala, He says, And we bring forth by way of it, meaning the rain, vegetation for you all, for you all. What concept does this show us? Shows us the concept of what? Huh? Cause and effect. Answer yeah, that too fast, and it was a hard enough question. So I'll ask you another question. But like, that shows us cause and effect, right? What portion of this ayah shows us cause and effect? What? What word? I heard it. Who said it? Huh? Who said it? I'm just hearing like a like a disembodied voice. Nah. Nah, be Nah, By way of it. We benefit from this. That we brought forth by way of it water for you. If it was said, so water So if it was said, and we and, and vegetation was brought forth Provisions for you The meaning will be sound We will understand the meaning, right? But we don't understand But we will not gain the benefit of understanding Cause and effect The rain comes down then Cause, effect, vegetation comes up By permission of Allah of Right? So, by mentioning Bihi, this establishes cause and effect. Sheikh al Islam al Taymiyyah has some beautiful kalam as relates to this. And, and the reason why I'm pointing it out and stressing it, and, but we're not going to get into it because and it's not the, the sitting for that, is because you actually have people from Ahl al Bid'ah that deny cause and effect. They deny it. Naam? So if you ever hear مُبْتَدِع Someone trying to deny cause and effect, they understand it's مبتدع. We know this cause and effect, why? And Shaykh Hussam to me used this ayah as a proof and evidence that this cause and effect. لكم, and we brought forth by way of it vegetation for you all, uh, uh, vegeta- or fruits as uh, provisions for you all. نعم, fruits as provision for you all. فَإِذْ بَاجِلْ أَسْبَابِ and it shows us the what? The affirmation of the means. Na'am. And it also shows us that the means, what? They have a effect. So it shows us cause and it shows us effect. Also, we learn from this ayah, أنه ينبغي لمن أراد أن يضيف أن there's a very important point, is that if a person wants to connect the cause of something or connect the cause of something, that they should also, yani, they, they should link that يعني, by, by the mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the meaning of it, I know that's not the best wording, ma'adinah. Uh, um, but that is yeah, the meaning of it Is that if you're going to mention the cause of something Then you should mention that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To the end The shaykh he mentions And he brings uh, Shaykh Fauzan He mentions, he says For example That if somebody from the uh, The human, someone They were drowning They were drowning And he grabbed them and he and he saved them. A person came, person was drowning, and then a, and a, and a, and a man came and he jumped in and he, and he, and he saved him, he pulled them out, he pulled him to safety. he should say, This is the better for him, he should say, اللَّهُ biful, that Allah has saved me by way of this person. Now he should say, Allah has saved me by way of so-and-so. Now it makes sense? Just briefly, a person may come and they say, Well, where did we get this up this from? Where did we learn this from? Do you remember the hadith of the Prophet where the young Jewish boy was dying? He was dying, was on his deathbed, and they called the Prophet to come to talk to the boy. And when the Prophet came in there, and the boy looked at his father for approval, and uh, the father uh, told the son to obey, and he Obey Abu Qasim, meaning the Prophet wa sallam, that was his kunya. Right. And then the Prophet sallam, he gave the boy the sh- his, sh- the, his shahada, and the boy accepted Islam. You remember, everybody with me? You heard this hadith before? Is it familiar? Right. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi sallam, after that he said, Alhamdulillahilladhi alladhi bi min al nar he said, in all praise and thanks belong to Allah who has by way of me saved him from the fire. Be from the fire. It's by way of me saved him from the fire. Now, so this is where we get this adab from. So if a person is drowning and if someone jump in, he save him, Then he should say, Allah has saved me by way of this person from drowning. Now, make sense? Thank you. The Shaykh goes on to mention, this is the best thing you should say, but the Shaykh goes on to mention, يقول, but if he were to say, فلان, right? uh, and if you were to say that that the person, يعني, he, 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 you know, so and so saved me, مثلا, the Shaykh says, بس, it's, not, it's, it's no problem ألقذه, because this, this person, you know, he do not want to jump in. So if he, if he were to say, that's no problem, but it's better to say that this, that I would say, Allah saved me by way of so-and-so. That's better to say. Right? Also, what is good to say, for example, That Allah has saved me, then so-and-so. To say Allah has saved me, and then so-and-so. This is okay. So, so far, we mentioned three ways that's okay. Right? Right? To say that Allah has saved me by way of so-and-so. This is fine. To say that so-and-so saved me from drowning. Right? It's okay. Is it the best way? No, it's not the best way. But it's okay. It's it's permissible. And to say that Allah has saved me then so-and-so. It's permissible. What is not permissible, and that's a capital not... Right, in OT or capital letters, is to say, am qadani, am qadani Allah wa That Allah and so and so saved me. That's not permissible. It's not permissible to say that Allah and so and so saved me. It's not permissible at all. Why? Huh? One more time. Because this is this is this is partnership, this setting up rivals to Allah ta'ala this is shirk this is shirk, because now a person this is making shirk with Allah SWT, that a person is equating or making equal this other thing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we know that is Allah SWT has saved us by way of so and so but if Allah SWT had not decreed that we'd be saved, then we're gonna what? drown Now they are gonna drown what is a... You know, this just, just happened just recently with the, with the team that was trapped inside of the cave. Remember, they were trapped inside the cave and they sent in divers to go and save them, right? To show you, and as if one of the benefits we, you know, we get from reflecting over this incident that has just recently happened was that all of the boys that was trapped down there, they got out, saved Allah Ta'ala, Yani, and decreed that they be saved, right? But one of the rescuers... That was sent down and, you know, he was putting in the oxygen packs and uh, things and things, whatever. Yeah, he, to, uh, on, on the way, that was from the method of them saving them or what have you. He died. A trained, professional diver died. You understand? So... The takeaway is that what? No matter how skilled the individual is, if Allah Ta'ala has not decreed that this is going to equal into that, it's not going to happen. So he went to save them and then he ends up dying. But then all of them who are untrained, swimmers and divers and so on and so forth, they all lived. Because Allah Ta'ala did not decree for them to die. You understand? So it is important that we know and that we and that we understand this in every aspect of our life, that the Tawfi'r is from Allah Ta'ala. Na'am. We have, we have to take the SBAP Because that's from Tawakul That we take the SBAP A person needs a job Then you gotta do the footwork You gotta, put, you gotta get your, your CV and your resume together You have to you know, you know, uh, make applications You have to go in for the interview So on and so forth if that, if that means that you have to make some prep And do some background research on the position Or upon the company Or whatever the case may be To make you more marketable Whatever it is You do whatever it is you have the ability to do To try to get a job But at the end of the affair You got that job Not because of you But because Allah Ta'ala blessed you with it But we have to take the esbab We have to take the The, uh, the causes Bihnilahi Ta'ala Also From The benefits that we gain from this ayah It shows us the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala In the sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Brings forth vegetation By way of the water From the earth From earth that sometimes is barren Sometimes the earth is barren Right, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the savannah so on and so forth But they had seasons where it's the dry season Then it's the rainy season And so on and so forth During the dry season you find it be dry I mean it's a dry season It's barren Then the rain comes And then it's, all the vegetation is sprouts forward it Sprouts forward all the vegetation Now Shows the power and the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That the vegetation is sprouts forward And it sprouts forward in many different types All types of vegetation All types of fruits It sprouts forward From a land that was dead Brought back to life Also, in those places that the ground, it freezes over and so on and so forth When the ground, it freezes over Then the vegetation is, is you know, it dies, it's not there and so on and so forth And then it warms up, it melts Allah Ta'ala sends down the rain and Vegetation, it comes Whereas prior to that, there was not a single leaf There was not a single leaf And then Allah Ta'ala, He brings forth the vegetation Also, we understand from this we understand from this area that it is incumbent, it is a must that we are thankful unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala because all of these beautiful fruits and vegetation that spring forward from the grass that we walk upon with such ease that we lay upon. Right? You ever put a, a sheet out or a blanket and you lay upon the grass? It feels nice, right? This is a blessing from Allah Taala for yani you know, upon us. Okay. That the all of the beautiful fruits that we ate that we eat that we spoke as we spoke about earlier, these are bounties that Allah Taala has bestowed upon us, and He has done these things. Allah Taala says لَكُمْ for you. So this necessitates from us that we are thankful unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and from the top in the head of being thankful unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is, is to do what? Is to do what? Hmm? Is it do what? Worship Him alone It's to worship Him and Him alone Now nah? And also, it's to do what? It's to be obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Remember this It's to, obedi- it's to be obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala As one of the setup, he mentioned uh, Giving advice, he said If you're going to make a sin, then don't eat Allah's risk You want to make a sin, it's fine Just don't eat Allah's risk Is that possible? No So you realize, you're going to eat Allah's risk to make, you know, eat Allah's this, and then you, you get satiated and, you know, the nutrients and Allah blesses you to, you know, get benefit from the food. And then you're going to take that strength that you had gained from, you know, Allah has provided you to disobey Allah. You see how absurd the concept sounds? You understand? So this is a reminder for us, bithni ta'ala, to be thankful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By establishing the tawheed, being uh, diligent in our obedience unto Allah Ta'ala and staying away from the sin. And when we fall into the sin as human beings do, as the Prophet, may say, Kulna khattā, that all of his children of Adam they make sins, and the best of those who make sins are those who repent. Then we are to repent, hasten to repent unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then with all of that uh, in light of all of that which was aforementioned from the benefits and uh, that Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon us, we see in it the what? At-tahlim, ittikhad and dad, is the prohibition of setting up rivals with Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala in worship. Uh, and that could be found in Allah Ta'ala's statement. Which statement? Which one? Huh? Not you, know, you know. Don't help him. What's, what's the statement? Remember what we said You want to you, you, you see You know the evidence, the evidence Give me a hint. The, the The proof is in the verse That we're going over So which part of that verse Do we gain this benefit from That it is not permissible To set up rivals With Allah From which portion Of the verse Naam, فَلَا تَجَعَلُوا لِلَّهِ اندادة. So do not set up rivals in worship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Alhamdulillah. Also, in the previous verse, in the previous verse, there is a command to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then there is an explanation as to why. In the previous verse, verse 21, there is a command to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And then there is an explanation as to why Where is that at? Which part is that? Alright, the second part is what? Say it again Okay, that is what. Which portion is that? This is to do what? This is does does, does does this give us the command to worship or tells us why? Which one is this? Tells us why. Now, nah. where's the command to worship? Yeah, huh? Nah, yeah, oh ayuha budu rabbakum. O humanity, worship your Lord. Na'am? So we worship our Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We have to establish tawheed And then, why? Why? Say it again, why? khalaqakum <laughs> min uh, uh, Worship your Lord, the one who, why? Because it is Allah who created us and those who came before us So naturally, by default, we have to worship Him and Him alone Na'am? This is yani, just some of the fawaid that were mentioned Inside of these verses As you reflect over the Qur'an As you study through the tafsir Try to remember this presentation Because this is how you want to understand the ayat you want to understand the ayat For understanding the meanings of the words That are contained therein And then the benefits that are extracted From that verse And which portion of the verse Gives you the understanding of that benefit Because if we study And we begin to study in this manner And reflect over the Quran Then in Bidnilahi Ta'ala We will see positive effects upon our our ourselves Positive effects inside of our lives Uh you know, so on and so forth to the end of it. Uh, In closing, I want to again thank the organizers of this weekend's uh, lecture series. May Allah Ta'ala reward each and every one of them tremendously. Um, May Allah Ta'ala bless each and every one of you. May Allah Ta'ala bless those who came out and intended May Allah Ta'ala bless those who uh, tune in And may Allah Ta'ala bless those who may listen sometime in the future May Allah Ta'ala reward each and every one of you tremendously فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا الْقَدَرِ وَصَلَيْهِ Muhammad عَلَىٰ لَمِينَ مُحَمَّدِ وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْمِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَجَزَاكُمَ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا